Welcome to the Decades of Strength podcast. We are Kim, Marcy, and Katie. We are three women on one mission. We are obsessed with empowering women to gain confidence, build strength, and ditch feelings of unworthiness. So grab your chair, come sit at our table, and let's talk. Hello, and welcome to the Decades of Strength podcast. I'm Kim Schlag, and I'm here with Marcy Nevin and Katie Crocus. Hi, ladies. Hey, Kim. Hey, Katie. Morning, ladies. How are you? Good. How's everybody doing? Uh, we're, we're like stumbling back into life at home. We just got back from our trip yesterday afternoon and like okay. picked up with Monday afternoon as if we weren't even gone. And so this morning, like dusting the cobwebs off of like, travel <laughs> and vacation for 10 days, like is, is not great. I have two kids home because they just couldn't get their shit together today. So you're just back in it. Exactly. Hopefully Wednesday's better. And then at that point, the week will be halfway over. And I mean, you know what? It'll, it'll, it'll go fast. Yeah. It'll be the weekend. It'll be here before you know it. Was it just you and the girls who went to Colorado? My oldest daughter was there the whole time with me. And then my husband and my younger two came midway through, uh, because they had some things they couldn't miss. They just weren't able to, to be gone for as long as we were. So, um, the whole family was there for, I think five days and Anna and I were there for nine. Okay. Well, it, it looked very cold. It got cold. It got cold at the end. Yeah. There was like a big, like the winter arrived in the Rockies the, uh, this past weekend. And, you know, it was like in the fifties and low sixties the whole time. And then suddenly it was like temperature dropped, snow fell. And that was really just like North of 10,000 feet in Denver. There was nothing. So as we were leaving, we could, you know, you could literally, as we're driving with every mile, you could see less snow and you could see the thermostat and the car go up, up, up. It's just fat. The climate there is so interesting. And like the mountains are the part that we love. So it was, it was a great experience. And now we're back in Wisconsin where it's like prime fall, you know, where you got your, your fifties, your bright colors, your mild weather. And it's like, it's going to be real pretty here for probably another couple of weeks, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a great experience. It was wonderful. I, so fall break was not a thing when I was a kid. I don't know if you guys had fall break, but the schools have now implemented it. And so we- oh, your we kids were on an actual break. Oh yeah. The girls had each had three days of school off oh. and we just extended it. And now people okay, travel that's just so like- That's so interesting. Yeah. I, obviously I can't, I don't, ha- I don't understand it. Obviously I don't have kids, so I can't relate, but I'm like, didn't you just start school? You already need a break? Well, it might feel that way. We started in August. So it, this is the end of the trimester for um, the schools that work on trimesters. And so it's a natural mm-hmm. breaking point before you pick up the next one. Interesting. Well, yeah. I will say, so two things I'll say about that. One, <laughs> one, Marcy, you're like, do you really need a break? Kids who, <laughs> kids who are like in hard classes, like they're fried at this point. Like my daughter is super advanced. She's in 11th grade and she's taking like, she's been taking super advanced math since middle school. She was taking high school math. She's taking all these AP classes. Her brain is fried, like fried. (laughs) I'm a little bit worried for her mental health. We were having some mental health discussions last night. So a break would be needed. And at the same time, I wish they'd kind of save up a lot of these like one day offs. And some of them are for religious holidays. And so we can't really do anything about that. Like we, they, we have had the kids have off school breaks for um, Rosh Hashanah and uh, for other things. Right. So, but we have had more four day weeks this year or three day weeks this year than I think we've ever had. We just had another one this week which is crazy. My daughter had off yesterday and she did schoolwork literally from eight in the morning until midnight Mm. last night. Mm -hmm. And 
So we've had a lot of breaks, but it'd be kind of nice if they'd save them up and like give them a week or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, thank you for enlightening me on that because I wouldn't have even assumed. I think when I think back to my, you know, high school time when I wasn't in a lot of AP classes, <laughs> that's yeah. probably part of it. Um, but I think we started closer to September, you know? So yeah, the, the fall break was not a thing. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is the part of the season though, where everybody just starts to stop. Like we, we stopped running on the high of the pumpkin spice latte and we're like, okay, like here's life catching up all the commitments outside of, you know, work and school that happened at the end of the day, the days are getting darker and shorter. And, and I think suddenly everybody is like, oh my gosh, what did I commit myself to? Especially after sort of just coming out of the, the COVID years where mm. everything was stripped down. So I, it feels a little bit like, um, you know, we've been running a marathon over here. And I think I'm getting that feeling from a lot of people. I'm seeing that crop up a lot in social media, a lot on blog posts. And, you know, I, I feel like it's just a good reminder um, to everybody to like extend yourself some grace. And if you need a break, take it. You're going to be so much better off if you just take the day to literally do nothing if that's all you need in order to get the energy to recharge and like carry on. So th there's your permission slip if you're someone out there feeling that. <laughs> I well, I think, I think I needed to hear that because I do not take many breaks. And I said, and I cannot believe it's almost the end of October and I'm just no. gonna call myself out on this one. But I did one of those October intention posts on Instagram. I had kind of seen it going around other people doing it. I'm like, oh, I like this, I'm gonna do it. And my intention was take at least one day off of work per week, start some sort of hobby. I was thinking either pickleball, I really want to get into that, or even just like going back and doing puzzles. I love doing puzzles. Just like that, mm -hmm. that thing, not that you call it like a hobby necessarily, but just something that allows you to turn your mind off, get in the zone, not really think about other stuff, very yeah. relaxing. It's October 25th and I have not done any of that. I've been, you know, working every day. So full six days before the end of October, there's plenty of time, Marcy. Well, get out a puzzle. Would you like <laughs> to see my calendar? <laughs> the oh. great thing about a puzzle, because I really got into doing puzzles. Um, I guess it was when I was sick, like in 2020, you can spend two minutes on doing a puzzle. You can spend three hours on doing a puzzle. That's so true. It really is just like you like set up a little spot. You can keep it. And I have a puzzle table in my bedroom right now. Um, and um, you can just start it and work on it. Like when the mood suits you or just like, it's like one of those great stress releasers. If you don't really have time for a break, but you're like, I definitely need one. You can make yourself take a two minute break. That's not going to be like overwhelming. It's just like, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to go and I'm going to do my puzzle for two minutes. And it just really is a great distraction for your brain. Oh my gosh. Am that is so beautifully put. Yes. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think back to January when we were talking about intentions for 2022 and Kim, you had talked about things like reading and doing mm -hmm. puzzles and look at you now at the end of October, like, I think you've officially become a reader, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I've read so many books in this yeah. year like, that aren't work related. Yeah. I just remember you talking about all the things you were doing to absolutely. make reading more accessible to you and, and like mm -hmm. 10 months in, like you, you identify as, as what you are trying to become. Absolutely. And, so, and that early morning cool. reading really helped that really helped jumpstart. And then here's the thing. Then I joined this online book club. And when you join a community who is doing the thing you want to do, mm -hmm. it really helps because I get excited by like, Oh, here's the books we're going to read and the conversation happening. And so that was really useful too. And I'm, 
just even with that group, like I'm toward the end of our third book together. So Mm -hmm. not fitness related book. Well, I think we need those. I'm, uh, I'm all into those Colleen Hoover books. I don't know if you've heard of them, but, oh, they're, everyone's reading them. I don't want to say they're complete trash, but let's be honest. I've never heard of it. Colleen Hoover? Colleen Colleen Hoover. Kim, I don't know if it's up your alley. Uh, this woman, like her books are quite dark and the, the topics are a little, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but they're, they're intense. Is They're, it like murder mystery stuff? No, no, no. It's more like kind of like love stories, oh, but, wow. but yeah, they get very intense, but people are obsessed with these books. And so I finally read one and I was hooked. It's the thing that got me into reading again. And then she just came out with a sequel to the first one that I read, which I'm into right now. And it just made me realize like, I have really missed reading. And now it's something that I look forward to, especially before bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's great, Marcy. That's so exciting. Well, Katie had a good point a little bit ago about not taking on more than you can handle and uh, about taking a break. And that's kind of where we're going with our discussion to go today. Uh, So in 2018, in the spring of 2018, I went to a business conference in New York City that was run by my mentor, Jordan Syatt. And there were like mm, 10 of us there, like 10, 11 of us there, a very intimate group. And there were four women in the group. And as we got talking, it just kind of came out. It was super interesting that um, Sam was 28 and Nicole was 38 and I was 48 and Susan Niebergall was 58. We were like, oh, that's that's like a fun little fact. Um, and we were all at that meeting. One of the things Jordan um, challenged us to do was to go home and start a podcast. And in fact, he said, by the end of this week, I want all of you to have a podcast up and running. Here's how to do it. And I was like, Okay. And that's when I started um, Fitness Simplified, which is my solo podcast. Um, All four of the women did it. Not everybody at the group did it, but all four of the women did it. And I then went on as a guest onto Sam Altieri's podcast. And as we were talking after that podcast, in our just free form thinking, this idea of the Decades of Strength podcast was birthed, that we would bring in four women in different stages of life, all who focus on Um, bettering ourselves in the areas of health and fitness, but coming from a unique perspective of what stage of life they were in. And that's how the Decades of Strength podcast was born. And we um, recorded our first episode and released it on September 10th, 2018. Now, Mm -hmm. since that time, who has been in the hosting chairs has changed um, over the years. Um, I'm the only original host left, and we've had plenty of others in between. Uh, And... uh, Over the years, though who has been here has changed, our purpose has remained the same in that we are here to bring our own unique perspective to health and fitness and to see where we align and to see what else we can add to the table. Um, So that has not changed. What has changed and what is ever evolving is our own personal circumstances, our situations, our priorities, and our plans. And because of that, today we are announcing that this will be our final episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. And I know I speak for all of us when I say that it has been an honor and a pleasure to be a part of your lives these last four years. Now, we're going to share, I'm I'm looking at Marcy and Katie, and we all want to cry now. I can see everybody's everybody's getting a little teary-eyed here. Marcy, go ahead and say something. You're starting. No, no, no. I I don't think I can say anything right now because like I am, I'm literally like teary-eyed. So give me a minute. Okay. I'll give you a minute. I'll come back. (laughs) 
And so this is, it's sudden, but it's not sudden. We've been talking about this for several weeks. And it's one of those things that feels like it happened suddenly, yet felt so natural that it just felt like the right thing to do. Um, so Katie, let's kind of start with you and talk about what's up next for you and kind of how this change uh, has evolved. Well, I think anyone who's been following me and my journey over the last 12 months, the more recent side of my journey, if anyone's like an OG person with me from Instagram, like more than three years ago, you've seen like a huge, like just transitions in my content and where I am, what I've been doing. But if you're relatively new, or maybe you just picked up as I've been on decades here, um, you know that I've really committed to my own mental health, to my spiritual expansion, to um, redefining my happiness and aligning it with my values and not any sort of like external validation or, or I don't know, assessment of any kind. And that's changed a lot for me. Um, and, and part of really digging in and figuring out like what's the most important to me um, has given me opportunities to um, shift my business a little bit. And in that I am on Instagram a lot less than I used to be for a variety of reasons. Um, the biggest one is because it really doesn't align with my value of, of transparency and, and authenticity. Because I, I, when you are on Instagram, most people know this, whether you're a content creator or not, you have to play by somebody else's rules. And I'm at a point in my life where I'm not doing that anymore. I am not getting on and following the algorithm so I can hit the people I want to hit. And I'm and 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 I've kind of decided to be a little bit of a rebel in that sense. And what I'm seeing is the people who do want to see my content aren't, and I'm getting put in front of people who are not asking for me. And because of that, I'm getting trolled in a way I've never been trolled before ever on Instagram. And uh, that was happening earlier this year. And then a subscriber. Katie, I can't imagine what anyone would troll you about. Oh I know, God, I didn't even realize this. <laughs> oh, it's you know, well, I don't, I, I don't talk about it that much because it feels super complainy when I do. But it's people, it's and when I say troll, I mean it's the people. I have no idea who these people are. They are people with no um, profile picture. They are completely. Yeah, they just exist to. Uh, I, I don't know why they exist. I almost wonder if they're bots. Like I, I don't understand it because it's so bizarre. And it's a lot of people talking about, um, you know, not recognizing privilege or um, not relating to, uh, you know, you know how it is with women when you talk about things on Instagram and you feel like you have to like qualify 20 things just mm -hmm. to make your point mm -hmm. because there's always someone out there who's going to be like, but you didn't talk about this. And it's like, I'm done with that. And the 99.9% .9 of the people who, who do connect with me know who I am. They understand the context. Um, of what I'm trying to say. And it's just, I would prefer to move this community into a place that's safe. That's that's my blog, that's my website. I want to continue to deliver free content, but I wanna do it on my own terms. And so that's the big shift that that I'm making, um, continuing to you know provide recipes and provide feedback and share in, in my journey for a lot of people who I feel like are on a journey similar to mine themselves. And it is helpful when you're experiencing and growing in a way that feels uncomfortable, um, to see someone else on the other side, or at least going through it, knowing that like, you know what, you kind of get there, I can get there too. And I just plan on starting to do that in a space that um, where the rules are made by me for me. Which makes total sense. And then the other shift you, you had said, you're kind of switching your content away from the idea of like macro-friendly meals, which has been a big part of your brand to more like budget-friendly, just like creating family kind of food fast food, like quick, like food that you can make quickly because so many of us with kids right now, this is the phase of life that I'm in, which is why I'm talking about it, 
have been gone like 10 hours all day long, getting stuff done. You walk in the door at six o'clock and maybe you have, maybe you have ingredients, but no meal. You did not put something in the crock pot. You didn't plan for it, but you still didn't want to order pizza. So I want to have some quick go-to meals for people available like that. So I, I think that's going to be the next direction I go. And there'll always be an underlying tone of macro friendly because that's just the way I cook. It really has always been the way I cook, but it won't be the first priority for me. Like there will be some convenience things. There will be some higher fat, higher carb, non-dietary consideration ingredients. And, and because that's just the way I'm living right now. And then the other piece about all of this is that I will be letting go with a lot of my brand partnerships because I don't want to feel compelled to make or create something just because a deliverable might be due. And so I'll still have partnerships with brands where I um, have the liberty to create and speak to the item and use the item as it appeals to me, but I'm just not interested with being like, oh, it's October 25th. I haven't done anything for this brand that I have a part an ongoing partnership with. I better come up with something. That's not how I wanna do things anymore. Again, it just doesn't feel authentic. And so um, come January, you will see a lot less in the way of, of partnerships. And I'm just gonna hold on to the ones that um, I hold near and dear and, and really afford me the freedom to speak when I wanna speak and, and be quiet when I'm not interested in talking about it. Yeah, that makes perfect so, sense. Yeah. And in the context of this conversation that I was having with Katie um, uh, is how we kind of started the wheels turning on, on moving away from the decades of strength. And believe it or not, audience, the thing that really clicked for me was Katie's squirrel card reading oh for gosh. me, which is the craziest thing. Cause she literally said, she's like, Kim, I know you're not really into this kind of thing. And then not only did she read it to me here, but she then sent me like the full text. She only read a piece of it here on the show. And then she sent me the full text and it just really, it hit me. And I guess this is kind of the purpose of these kind of pulling these cards that something could really resonate with you that is um, kind of shining light on something that you were feeling, seeing, knowing, but not really articulating. And it can kind of help you really like laser in on something. And it did that for me. So those dang squirrels eating my car have led to me having this important realization. So I want to read to you just a little bit of um, what Katie had sent to me. So we're going to do some more squirrel card reading here today. <laughs> Shockingly enough, uh, it says another lesson we glean from squirrel behavior is the need to avoid too much clutter. Consider that the squirrel gathers the necessities for now first and then stores the remainder. He could not accomplish this if his proverbial paws were already full of stuff. When you have plenty, stop and enjoy it. And I was like, whoa, I so relate with this idea of having your paws full of stuff. You all have watched me over the years as I've shifted my business model. And I've done this for two reasons. One, because I really did think it was a better way to serve more people, but two, because I really needed space in my life to like live my life and be with my family and have downtime and one-on-one -on -one coaching can, as you're trying to grow a one-on-one -on -one coaching business, if you continually grow it, it really takes away the ability to have outside life. It's just all of that. And so I switched to this other model of having my course really with this idea of like lightening up my life. And it seems like the more space I made, the more I filled. And so my paws were always over full. Um, and in an effort to stop having overly full paws, I really want to look at what can I take out, right? You can't create new things or create downtime unless you're willing to remove things. And this made me think about the fact that I host two 
podcasts. I host two podcasts, not just one podcast. I host two. Um, if you don't know that, I do have uh, another podcast, Fitness Simplified. I do solo experts uh, episodes there. I interview experts. Um, I've got some really good episodes planned. I recently was at an event uh, in Texas and met a women's health expert. She's uh, an OBGYN and she studies like women's sexual health. And so she's going to come on and talk about women's sexual health in menopause. And if you're, you know, um, lacking in libido, those kinds of things, I'm going to be sharing on there about my heart health journey um, with my recent diagnosis of um, bad cholesterol and a whole bunch of other risk factors for cardiovascular disease, which is rampant in my family. I'm going to be having some experts on um, to kind of talk through what the changes I'm making and help inform those of you. I had a lot of interest uh, peaked in that when I shared that on my stories the other day. And so as far as podcasts, I'm thinking I just need to focus on the one and not kind of do double duty here, which is sad because it is a highlight of my week to hang out with Marcy and Katie. But we were saying like, do we really need to create content for the three of us to talk together? And the answer is no, of course not. Um, and so that's where I'm standing. The, the thing that's going to change for me really is I'm going to streamline all of my podcast content just into Fitness Simplified. Mars, let's hear from you. Oh man, I'm still like emotional over here. I don't know if people know this about me, but I am, I'm highly sensitive. I get very like teary eyed easily. So, uh, this has been, it's been sad for me. I will admit, I think that the podcast, it's been like my favorite part of the business. Um, not that it's like directly tied to my business necessarily, but it's, it's one of the tasks that I do every week, you know, with my business in mind. Um, and I, yeah, I look forward to it every single Tuesday. So I'm definitely going to miss the time that I have with you ladies. But again, I think that we can stay in touch in other ways. And like I was saying earlier, I mean, I'm pulled in multiple directions, not only with continuing to support my one-on-one clients, create content, which is just a, you know, a job in itself. And I'll admit, I really have kind of stepped back from creating content, kind of like Katie, you were alluding to, it just feels like, what's even the point right now? Because, and I don't want to blame the algorithm necessarily, like who knows what's going on, but yeah, the engagement is just not there anymore. And you're just wondering is, is what I'm doing even worth it? Um, I feel like it's worth it to me just because it does give me a sense of purpose and, I like the art of creation just to create. It does feel purposeful. It does allow me to kind of, I guess for lack of a better word, like get out of my head and do something that I enjoy. So I try not to have attachment to the outcome and the metrics and all of that, but it still can be frustrating when you put in all of this time and effort into something and feel like it just, you know, goes nowhere. So I've been trying to navigate that and yeah, just not creating quite as much um, and finding, I guess, deciding on what else I can do to spread my message. So one of the things that I came to decide with the help of my business mentor, because I had a call with him right after we decided that we weren't going to do the podcast anymore, is to kind of host like not my own podcast, like on an actual platform, but have conversations with other people in the industry who maybe I talk to, but not, um, or maybe like talk through like DMs and that kind of thing I have a relationship with, but don't actually have full conversations with. So 
I will be doing live videos either like once a week, every other week, something like that. I don't know the schedule yet and interviewing friends, experts who are knowledgeable on multiple different topics, because I have certainly over the years, similar to what Katie was saying, really become a multi-dimensional type of person. Like, yes, I think like health and fitness is still very much a part of my life. Um, but I'm very into like personal development, spirituality, mindset, um, functional health. And like, just because of what I've gone through with my own life. And even though I love having the conversations on decades of strength, it doesn't really give me the opportunity to have conversations about a multiple multitude of topics that maybe I am passionate or interested in. So I'm looking forward to doing that, seeing kind of where it takes me. If people are even interested in it, we'll see. Um, but well, I do have, be. yeah, yeah. So like I have some good guests lined up already. So looking forward to that. And then uh, the other thing on my plate is just, I continue to take on a lot of responsibilities with Nutrition Dynamic, which is a, you know, huge, fast moving, ever expanding company. And I'm just kind of like in the weeds with that as well. Um, and it's something that I am very passionate about. Like, I love the work with I, that I do with them. I love my coworkers. So wanting to continue creating, or I guess allowing for space to kind of see like where my responsibilities evolve there. Um, so yeah, just like when you have a lot on your plate, you do feel a little bit overextended sometimes. And even if it's all for good reason, at some point it can become a little bit too much. And then kind of what you were saying, Kim, it's like, now I don't have any time for like myself, my own interests, relationships and whatnot. So yeah, I'm going to stop before I continue to get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great though, but I, because now officially the three of us now have it like 90 minutes once a week that is totally available for anything and nothing and, and whatever comes in between that. Because I know that we've talked before about the idea of um, sometimes you have to put something down in order to receive something new. If both of your hands are full, it's a lot harder to really um, receive something that is intended for you. And mm -hmm. unfortunately that requires sometimes like sitting in the quiet and sitting in the, the discomfort of not being busy and not being productive and not getting likes and new followers and feedback on something new. It's just being, and I've noticed that, yes, it's, it, it's safe to post everything on Instagram and, and, but it's also stifling a little bit. Like it really sort of stifles my creativity. And I find that I am at my best when I allow myself, or I should even say force myself to just take that downtime. It, it's remarkable. And I challenge anyone out there to just sit in the nothing for a little while and receive what comes. And it might not come that the minute you get done, but watch what happens in the hours, days, maybe even weeks following my prediction is that you will feel a flood of something enormously creative come to you from that downtime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I uh, it, and I think that's a good place for us to leave here with, with this idea of what could you get rid of in your life? Maybe it doesn't, but when I think when you said that Katie, I'm like 90 minutes. I'm like, it really is 90 minutes a week. If you all of a sudden, those of you listening had 90 minutes of your life that you could dedicate towards something or nothing. I like how you put that, Katie, not necessarily introduce something new. Like, what would it be? 
And if you're like, how could I ever free up 90 minutes? Maybe go for 30. Like what in your life could you cut loose mm-hmm. that could give you 30 minutes of space for something you've been dreaming of? And maybe for a lot of people, what you're dreaming of is doing nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So that you have this space to create something. That's my final word. Ladies, let's hear from each of you. Mars? Uh, yeah, I think that a lot of growth, introspection, reflection comes from the stillness and the silence. And that it's actually, it's been very hard for me. Like, I don't, I think I don't, like, I like to be still. I like to be alone and like with quiet. (laughs) And it's really interesting because this apartment that I'm in, like when I first came to it, I'm like, ah, this is going to be like my new oasis, like this peaceful place. And that is the opposite of what I have gotten. Like I have like the noisiest neighbors up above me. I've got these like screaming kids literally like all day long <laughs> outside of my, outside of my window. And I'm like, yeah, this, this was not it. Um, but then when everything like is very still and quiet, sometimes I can feel like super anxious. And so I do fill that space with other stuff. Um, but that's definitely, it, it's trying to tell you something. It really is. So I think you know, allowing that time to get reflective of like, what do I need to learn here? What is this trying to tell me? And, you know, how can I move forward? So I need to, you know, take my own advice and yeah, not fill this time with anything that is, you know, quote unquote, like productive in terms of like moving me forward, but maybe it is just like my opportunity to just be, yeah, or see what comes up. And I think I I have to close by thanking the listeners for being so supportive and honoring the space that we, well, the space that we've created for for this, for for decades, as long as I've been on it for sure and and longer, certainly. Um, And then like in turn, allowing us the space to explore this for ourselves too. And I believe this is not the last time you'll ever hear our three voices together. I am sure that there'll be, Another opportunity. I'm exploring long-form content uh, over on YouTube right now. Um, this this is not the end. This is just a shift. And if there's one thing in my life I've learned is that doing something uncomfortable like this and and sort of leaping without a net always leads to, to something bigger and better and and beyond your comprehension. I mean, I just don't think any one of us can possibly predict what the future is going to hold from here on out for for any of us. Um, and, and same for listeners too. I mean, Kim, I love that you challenged everybody to think of one thing they can let go of to make space for something better. And I think that's the message. I think it's like, oh, I'm going to let go. And then I'm just going to like grip and hold on tight and hope I don't, whatever. That's not the point here. The point is to surrender into this new space and receive what comes. So I hope everybody is inspired and can do the same. Mm -hmm. Well, I say let's end on that note. Listeners, we thank you. We love you. And uh, we appreciate you for uh, letting us be here with you each and every week. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. If you liked this, if it was helpful for you, it would mean the world to us if you left a rating and review wherever you're listening. It really does help our work get in front of more people. Thanks so much for being here with you and we'll see you again next week.